Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, March 31st, 2020. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, we had a ton of stuff go up over the last few days. We did not have a Today on Broadway yesterday because there, I mean, there was some news, yeah. but literally almost all of my Today on Broadway story folder was recommendations. So instead of, of doing a Today on Broadway, we did part of our Patreon episode, which we'll get to in a second. But before that, we had two other big episodes in the podcast feed over the weekend. The first one was a special episode that I did with uh, the Curtain Calls' John Schwab talking about how COVID-19 had impacted London and the UK theater community. Um, So that was always good to catch up with John. Then on this week on Broadway, Peter, James, and Michael talked about the four big birthdays in the month of March, of course. Stephen Joshua Sondheim. Correct, the biggest one. Yes, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Uh, But then there's (laughs) also Stephen Schwartz and, and, and John Kander. Yeah, so it's a big month. March is a big month a, for American musical theater legends and also Andrew Lloyd Webber. <laughs> yes, not American. Exactly. Uh, but they also, of course, they also, of course, talked about the passing of Terrence McNally. Um, wonderful to hear the insights from those three learned gentlemen uh, about all of those legends with us or departed. But then it, we had the Some Like It Pop uh, uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Uh, addition for Zoe's episodes seven and eight that dropped in the Patreon feed after the episode ended in the East. But then we dropped in um, this week's list of Palooza in place of today on Broadway. We figured it, we were doing a bit of a community service effort here as Jennifer McHugh and I each listed 10 things that we recommended to stream and binge while Ooh, you were stuck at home. Very nice. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a traditional top 10 list. Um, but we had everything. I broke down my list into five things that I have talked about for years okay. on Some Like It Pop. And then five other things that aren't obscure, but are a little off the beaten track of from what you would expect from me. Jen broke things down into like categories. So she's got everything from like true crime to... Oh, wow. Very um, organized. Yeah. Stand-up comedy specials. Nice. Um, and, and then obviously some TV shows and stuff in there as well. So it was very TV based because we wanted you to be able to binge it rather than just like watch right. one movie and get off. So there are 20 recommendations, movies, I guess. Exactly. You could, I could, I thought about maybe doing the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but, uh. um, we'd said stick to TV stuff. There's obviously tons and tons of lists out there for things to binge, but this is the correct one. So mm. check that out in the podcast feed. Just follow all the lists at this point. We've got time. Yeah, exactly. We've got plenty of lists. Things to be listed is always something we enjoy doing at Some Like It Pop. Um, of course, if you want to hear the complete Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist recap show for episodes seven and eight, Zoe's Extraordinary Confession and Zoe's Extraordinary Glitch, head over to patreon.com slash broadwayradio, broadwayradio.com slash Patreon. Uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Confession was one of, if not Jen's favorite post-pilot episodes of the season. Zoe's Extraordinary Glitch, which was episode eight, was my favorite mm. post-pilot episode of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I was confused for, very different for a second because I didn't realize that was the naming format of the episodes. So I thought these were like yes. weird spin-off things like the Talking Dead and things like no, that. No, 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 no. Zoe's extraordinary, whatever. Like with gotcha. uh, friends, gotcha. it's like the thing or the one with right. the whatever. Yeah. So, anyway, Ashley, we've been bantering and talking about other things for way too long. Let's get into <laughs> to today's news, and we are Must going to. We? 
We, well, we, could, we must. We could just Be- we could just talk about happy things for a while. Yeah, I've got happy things at the end, so we've got to eat True, our we'll vegetables it. before we can get there. Because we're going to start talking today with a continuously growing list of cancellations, and we unfortunately have to start over at New York City Center. Over the weekend, they informed ticket buyers that the remainder of their 2019-2020 season has been canceled. This includes the eagerly anticipated production of the reworked Thoroughly Modern Millie and all of the off-center season that was scheduled to come up this summer, as well as other events at the venue. Outgoing Encore's artistic director Jack Vertel in a tweet, though, did promise that the canceled production of Love Life, which was to star Kate Baldwin and Brian Stokes Mitchell, it actually was like getting ready to go the week that everything you know, right, blew up. Yeah. Um, he did say that that will be back. In fact, he promised it. So that's exciting. Lear de Bessonet is taking over as Encore's artistic director, but I think Jack is staying on as like an emeritus thing. And I think he's probably got some sway over there to uh, get some stuff into seasons if he wants. Also, Ashley Park, who was set to play Millie Delmount in the Thoroughly Modern Millie uh, production, posted a very touching message on social media that read in part, quote, I have such hope and faith that all that is being taken away from us right now is merely paving a way to birth new doors and opportunities for us all. She goes on, so let's so let's all feel all the feelings, acknowledge them and support each other through them. But then how about we let every passing day not bring more hopelessness, but bring more yearning fire and determination and excitement for when we are past this. Very now, well Ashley... Said. Yes, wonderful. You can read the whole thing. We'll have a link in the show notes. Now, actually, I would be shocked if this new adaptation or um, reworking, revisal, so to speak, of the show didn't make its way into Encore's season next year. Maybe the season after, depending on how busy Ashley Park is. Um, But this is something that I think a lot of people want because it's a show that has a lot of positives. But also has some things that it might be are a little uncomfortable for a ton of folks. Oh, and it's, yeah. a, it's it's such a huge licensing property that I think they want to get a, a different book out there into the world sooner rather than later. So I'd imagine yes, we see this sure. one in Love Life very soon. Yeah, especially in the case of Millie. I know a lot of people want to see an update of it, self-included. And I was very interested in seeing what they were going to do with it. It's a shame to see this because, of course, we love City Center. We love Encores. Uh And we love off-center. I, as you said, I don't think this is the last we're going to see of this eventual version of Millie. Yeah, very excited about that. And actually, as, as Ashley Park said, if we're going to acknowledge those feelings and then look forward... Maybe they'll end up doing it when I can see it and I'm in town. So I'm going to look at the silver lining and hope that that's the case. Everyone, please plan around Matt's future schedules again. Yes, everybody needs to. In this hopeful future world. Another show that I'm hoping that will happen to as well is over at New York Theater Workshop as they announced over the weekend a postponement of their upcoming adaptation of Anton Chekhov's Three Sisters. It was to be adapted by Pulitzer Prize finalist Claire Barron and directed by Tony Award winner Sam Gold. It was going to star a who's who of big names, including Steve Buscemi, Greta Gerwig, Oscar Isaac, Lola Kirk, uh, and many, many more. Chris Messina. Um, This is being postponed, Ashley, is what they're saying. Right, yeah. with, With a cast like that, I find it very hard to believe that they will be able to find a time in all of their schedules to bring every one of them mm. back. So I'm assuming we'll have this yeah. at some point, but I'm afraid that it might be with something of a slightly different ensemble. Uh, not even like a slightly different ensemble. I could see it being, you know, a special event rather than uh, a run. 
That would um, suck. I mean, that'd be it, nice, but it, that would suck. It would be nice, but it would suck, yes. Uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of the, I guess, double-edged sword of the cast is too good to get to not do this production, but also it's too good that we'll never get this cast together again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we have a couple other cancellations, as last night the Manhattan Theater Club announced the cancellations of its spring season, including Quine Wynn's new play Poor Yellow Rednecks, and Emily Feldman's The Best We Could Do, A Family Tragedy. MTC is hopeful that they can reschedule both productions in a future season. We also learned over the weekend that the West End production of Waitress has officially closed. Um, They are not temporarily shutting down. Um, They are actually going to be just canceling, which is super disappointing. Yeah. Um, I love Waitress. I've said I I don't know why. It's just this show that really speaks to me in a lot of different ways. Um, and I'm disappointed that it is having a shorter life in London than it probably should have. Mm-hmm, definitely, especially with that cast. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, Ashley, in some other news, we learned late last week that the Broadway League has created sites for members of the theater community to get information on financial relief during the health crisis. They have announced two separate sites, one for employees and one for employers, where they can get all of the updated information on how um, funds uh, stimulus bills and everything else, financial relief, federal assistance, local, state, regional assistance um, applies to them. We will have a link in the show notes to both of those as well. We also learned on Monday, Ashley, that the Drama League has announced the launch of the Ghost Light campaign, the Director's Emergency uh, Relief Fund, and Stage Directors versus Impact Serve. Or- and stage director's virus impact survey. The Drama League will have information on all of those uh, to help everybody who is being impacted by the coronavirus cancellations. Then, Ashley, we learned over the weekend such a random uh, t- or such an interesting timing, so to speak. Mm, yeah. Because um, Donald Trump announced the new board of trustees for the Kennedy Center. Now, what's interesting about this is that the Kennedy Center was just awarded $25 million during the financial relief package and bill that was approved by Congress and signed by the president. But included in these new uh, Board of Trustees members are John Voigt, who is an outspoken defender of the president, Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, former Arkansas governor and one of the worst humans on the planet, Mike Huckabee. (laughs) Correct Um, on both counts. Yeah, Adrian Arsht, who the uh, Performing Arts Center in Miami is named after her, and then Broadway's own Daryl Roth, which is interesting mm-hmm. because her husband Steve was one of like the eight Steves on President Trump's financial advisory council when his uh, term began. So I think very the joke interesting. Was something that- like there are more Steves than women. Correct. Yeah. Yes, more. I think it was more Steves than women and people of color combined. Correct. Yeah, not so, surprising by any means. Yeah, both Daryl Roth and her son Jordan Roth are very outspoken against um, Daryl's husband, Jordan's father's um, politics. So it's very interesting that Daryl is a member of this as well. But one last thing, and actually the biggest cancellation of this entire thing, this entire COVID-19 outbreak is... So sad. Chapter 74, Wicked Little Town of Riverdale, which was to be Mm. the Hedwig and the Angry Inch musical, 
has been postponed. It was originally set to air on April 8th. I don't know if the delay had something to do with him not being able to finish the sound mixing or whatever, but it has been preempted by an episode of Nancy Drew. All right. Truly the worst news that we've received in a month. <laughs> yeah. Now, I have seen commercials for it because I watch some of the superhero shows on the CW. So I've you seen do. commercials for it and they've got some of it done. So I just assume that maybe this has something to do with either some overarching CW programming philosophy or maybe they just weren't able to finish all of the sound and music and all that stuff like we saw within the Heights. So hopefully likely, for yeah. all the Hedwig and Riverdale fans, that will... Uh, uh get done rooting later for all like four of you in that venn diagram uh, yeah i mean jennifer McHugh. she she watches the riverdale See? so See? I, I, yeah very weird all right ashley i <laughs> promised the dessert of feel-good recommendations at the top of the show and we had bad news from new york city center but they have been doing everything they can to keep us entertained because they are releasing exclusive clips from their archives on social media and they are great Let's yes. start with the 2007 Encores production of Gypsy. This led directly to the Tony Award winning revival on Broadway. They gave us two for, two songs, Patti Lapone's Roses Turn and Patti Lapone and Laura Benanti's Everything's Coming Up Roses. Then we got another clip, which is from their Encores Gala, which led to a Broadway production of Sunday in the Park with George, featuring Jake Gyllenhaal and Annalie Ashford. They were supposed to be doing that show in London this summer. I haven't heard anything about it being canceled or not, so we'll see what actually happens. I was really actually excited for them to do it in London, because I was hoping that it might be filmed over there. Tweet Um, tweeted about it like two days ago, thinking about it late at night. Yeah, because I believe at one point, Jake was actually a producer who had the film rights for it. So this would have been a great way to kind of do that. So anyway, we'll see. They also tweeted out a a video from the 2000 Encores Off-Center production of Assassin. It was the gun song featuring Mm -hmm. Victoria Clark, John Ellison Conley, Shuler Hensley, and Stephen Pasquale. Of course, Stephen Pasquale is playing John Wilkes Booth again, this time Mm -hmm. in the classic stage company production of the show that was supposed to be coming up um i believe beginning in either late april or early may uh, uh, or maybe uh, mid-april no early april because i was supposed to see it this weekend <laughs> oh that soon okay because yeah, they had just yeah. started rehearsals when everything was shut down so yeah it's supposed to be preview starting end of this week i think because i was supposed to see oh, it wow. on the fourth well apparently that thing is not dead because Ethan Slater, who is playing the ballad Deer, he said he posted a video on social media encouraging people to donate to the Actors Fund. And that video said that they are actually continuing to do as much rehearsing as they can via Zoom and Skype and all those stuff. In fact, he and some of his castmates did a video of the ballad of Jolgosh, which is pretty interesting because... They're not in the same room. So what it looks like, Ashley, is they all recorded their parts separately and they were put together. There was a few things that yeah. were a little off. Um, but to be I expected. Got, yeah, totally. But I got goosebumps listening to oh, it. Yeah. It was such a cool rendition of it. Of course, this means that this Assassins, I don't know that we already knew this. We might have assumed. Mm. But now this probably means that um, this is a traditional John Doyle actor-musician production. Yeah. Um, so it's very cool. Great video. Um, highly, highly recommend. And as we talked about earlier uh, via text, this 
is one of the maybe the only Sondheim show where it makes sense to do totally. a typical John Doyle musical production because as good as some of those other ones, uh, sure, as good as yeah. some of those other ones have been, but like this one actually like makes sense kind of yeah the framing of this show is different than all the other sondheim shows so it makes sense i i watched this video like four times uh, <laughs> i think it's one of the best balladeers that i've heard and also just again i think you know if you're gonna do the john doyle musical actor kind of thing uh it worked especially well for the song i can't so i can't wait whenever it may be <laughs> to yeah, actually I- see it I have tickets on May 31st. I uh, am hoping that I can keep those. I'm just holding on to mine for the week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Two more recommendations. The first one comes from my good friend Ellen Marie Marsh and Ben Bogan. They released a hilarious new parody video of the song I Know It's Today from Shrek featuring a crap ton of Broadway stars. Um, obviously, Ellen is in there. Soleil Pfeiffer, Ryan Redman, Andy Carl and Orfe, Leslie Margarita, um, Andy Chapel, Nick Adams, Max Crum, Jay Armstrong Johnson, um, Izzy McCalla, um, Julia Murney. The Skivvies are both in there. Alex Newell, Josh Lehman, uh, Bonnie Milligan, Brandon Uranowitz, uh, Morgan right. James. Yeah, just everybody who's funny. Um, pretty much is in this. It's very cool. Yes, Check yes. that out. And uh, Ellen's daughter, Lola, makes an appearance in there as well. Oh, cute. And if you aren't following um, Ellen on either Instagram and or TikTok, her and her daughter have some great quarantine videos as oh, well. So highly okay. recommend that. And then finally, I said I'm not going to talk about every one of these, but when they're good, I'm going to talk about them. Over at Broadway World, we had a new living room concert go up on Monday. And it comes from the original Broadway belle, Susan Egan herself. And she sings cabaret, kind of. But instead of cabaret, she has reworked the words to the entire song. This isn't a short little parody. This is the full song parody of cabaret. Oh, geez. Okay. Reworked to Cabernet. It is (laughs) hilarious. I watched this last week and I said, this is... Well, first off, who wrote that? Like, who rewrote it? But we assume it's 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 Susan, um, because it's hilarious. So check that out. The Susan Egan uh, living room concert is wonderful. Love that. Big fan of cabaret, cabernet, and especially Susan Egan. Yeah, and I mean she she reworked it specifically for this quarantine time. It is very very fun. All right, that is all that we have for today. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you these days? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right, you can find all of us over at Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. Have a wonderful Tuesday, everybody. I'm just, mm. normally I have you edit out the yawns, <laughs> but I'm tired, and uh, I... <laughs> I'm I'll not I'm still working. I'm still working. I don't get all of the Same. downtime that a bunch of other people do. Yeah. So uh have a great Tuesday everybody and we'll be back to talk to you on Wednesday. Uh-huh.